All right, guys, here we go. Nordy's podcast. We got all kinds of news. We are going to break down Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Steamer or Streamer is back again, and this time it's Mortal Kombat. Get over it. Nordy's And here we go, Nordy's podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? I feel really good, Dan. I'm doing great. How are you, dude? I am doing so well, and that's because I'm here podcasting with you guys. Hopefully, uh, we have everyone doing well at home. The weather's about to get better. It will be great weather for you to be like outside setting things up, listening to the Nordy's podcast in your AirPods. That sounds nice. I hope that people are doing that right now as they're hearing us. I hope so, too. Um, all right, guys, before we do that, uh, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast. Also, subscribe anywhere that you get your favorite podcast from Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or device each and every week for free. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we appreciate that. They're doing it. I can tell. They're doing it right now. They are. Thanks. How many people have been like, dang, I really need to subscribe every episode and they never have? <laughs> Like they listen every single week, but don't follow them. They listen every week, but like they just like forget every week. Like as soon as I'm out of the car, I'm gonna. gonna Oh shoot! Forgot again. Well, the they're probably they're plugged into the memes on Instagram, and they're like the pod is secondary at this point, and they're just here for the memes, Mm -hmm. um, and then a couple some hot takes every once in a while. Yeah, 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 that definitely could be some some super league fights. That was fun. Oh, yeah. That was great. <laughs> All right, that was guys. good content. Uh, beer. I'm drinking a beer directly from you, Jimmy, so why don't you tell us all about it? Yeah, man. So well, I got different ones. I got three different uh, crawlers for the three of us. Ryan's going to hold off on his because it's a crawler of 10% by himself. So he's going to drink something else. But I got. We, I went to Portage, right? I mean, Ryan loves Portage. I love Portage. I went there in Walker, Minnesota this last weekend. They had a big four-year party. Um, and they released a bunch of new beer. So I got some swag. I got some beer. I enjoyed the the sunny patio. I'm drinking New Worlds, double dry hopped, Northeast IPA. Um, it's good, man. It's good, as expected from these folks. So I'm going to enjoy that. Okay, I'm drinking Simply Cryle, the Session IPA with Centennial and Autonum and Cascade and Citra Cryo Hops. Okay. It's a lot How is it? It's delicious. Yeah, it's really good. They crushed this one. Um, they remind me of um, Barrel Theory mm-hmm. in their IPAs, and I mean that is a compliment to both of them. Um, I think that's the best comparison. I was actually going to say Falling Knife, but mm-hmm. I think Barrel Theory is closer. Like that raindrop mm-hmm. beer is tastes like something they do. Yeah, so I really like this. Thanks for grabbing it. Mm-hmm. Of course. Well, and I <clears throat> I knew Jimbo was going there, so I happened to get. I went to the liquor store and grabbed a crawler of Portage and I'm drinking all it's worth double dry hop Citra New England IPA. And it's fantastic. I, I have not had a beer from them where I'm like, eh, they kind of missed on this one. Everything is always like pretty good or excellent. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. All right. We are going to dive into this episode and we're going to start with a Jimmy channels game. It's going to be like a little warm up for us. Okay guys. So yes. You know, we love to we love to plug the franchises and follow franchises, all our favorite shit, right? Well, say you had to pick three from this list of nine, okay? And if you pick this, you can watch 
in the back catalog and all future projects, but you cannot then watch the six that you are excluding, okay? okay. And you have to pick three. They are DC, Marvel, Star Wars, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Jurassic Park, uh, Game of Thrones, 007, James Bond shit, or Mission Impossible, okay? So all the ones you'd expect to be in there. Um, I'm not including John Wick because I just don't care that much. I don't think any of us really do, but that would be a borderline one. Um, okay, I think I have do, sorry. three, but it's tough Like because it, it, I really have five on here, you know? Can you do the list one more time? I will. Yep. DC, Marvel, Star Wars, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Jurassic Park. Uh, what other one was I going to Okay, 007, Mission Impossible, or Game of Thrones. And probably Fast and Furious. No. Th- no. Come on. No one's going to pick that. No one's going to pick that. But they right. will continue making movies forever. I have my answer. Um, I, right. said- I know what I know. I know what Eric's are. I could pick Eric right, too. Right, right out of the gate. You guys can. I don't think you guys can. Really? I can. I can. I guarantee I can nail two. Yeah, can I nail can two. nail all three. Can I try? Yeah. It's Marvel. Mm-hmm. It's Harry Potter, and it's Bond. No. Oh, Star Wars. I was. I, I was going to say Game of Thrones. I was going to say the same two, and then Game of Thrones. Really yeah. bad so, choice. Um, for me, uh, Marvel is the easy first pick. So much content. Yeah. Uh, they're going to just keep making new stories forever. It looks it's the cash cow now of Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the easiest pick. I mean, just based on good storytelling and content, it's just going to be the gift that keeps on giving. Harry Potter is my favorite story personally. Um, and so I would just love to, even if, even if the future Harry Potter stuff didn't live up to my expectations, the past Harry Potter could keep mm-hmm. me going for 40 years, you know, like, right. Because there is the stipulation that you can't watch the stuff again. And I'm on like a bi yearly rewatch anyways, of all the Harry Potter movies. I'm on a, if Harry Potter is on TV, I just watch it. <laughs> Drop what you're doing. <laughs> I like literally could. And the worst thing is, is like, I literally could just take the Apple TV remote and switch to whatever it's on currently. And then not watch the commercials, but I still just watch it with the commercials. Mm -hmm. Because it extends the watch time. I guess. Um, And then my third pick, this one's hard because it came down to a few. Um, I love Bond, but do I love the next Bond? I don't know. We don't know. Um, I love Star Wars, but Star Wars has a lot of misses. And as much as I like Star Wars, there's just a lot of bad Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thrones is going to be HBO's big thing for the next 20 years, I would guess. And so I think you're going to get some really cool storytelling. And it was just such a good show. I mean, worst case scenario, if I'm like stranded on an island, I could like rewatch Thrones. It would take up like two weeks of my time. (laughs) And you could start it right over again because you're still on the island. Um. (laughs) All right, I, I I can respect them, Ryan. I'm, what do you got? I'm I'm very similar to Eric. Um, take out Harry Potter and replace it with Star Wars. And Eric's Eric's right. There's a lot of misses, but I think the Star Wars universe has seen the light a little bit um, in terms of what Marvel is doing um, and what they had with the Mandalorian. 
And so I think that we're going to start seeing a lot more long form uh, Star Wars, good TV shows, good quality content, um, especially if Favreau's driving it. I mean, we, what did we, we talked about, he's going to, he's got exclusive rights to do like another Star Wars character for Disney plus. And I, I feel like while um, the past has been, you know, hit or miss a little bit, it still has some bangers and what's going to come next, I think will be really high quality content. So um, I do uh, not being able to watch Harry Potter or bond is like devastating. Like that, that hurts hurts a lot, but I'm, I'm betting on the future of the franchise as opposed Mm -hmm. to living, you know, vicariously through the past of it. Yeah. All right. Well, well done boys. I'm, I'm doing these three that will, it'll nail the genres for me. Okay. Cause you got superheroes, obviously Marvel going to leave DC by the wayside. You got sci-fi with star Wars, a little bit of fantasy there too. And then Harry Potter to, to fully nail the fantasy genre. I would really be pissed if I don't get to watch this expensive 800 million motherfucking dollar Lord of the Rings project that Amazon is doing, but that would be the price that I would have to pay. Um, and yeah, otherwise I think we're pretty good, man. That uh, we all had like very similar <laughs> picks pretty, minus one. They were all know, different. It makes like it one pick. All, all right. right. Well, I hope we're all so warmed that, up. So then when we when we regroup on the pod and and you guys can't watch Star Wars and I tell you how awesome it is, and then I can't watch Harry Potter and you guys tell me how awesome it is, we'll we'll have fun. And no, we were like, nah, it was pretty bad actually. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Harry Potter. They may not come up with anything worth watching ever again. I mean, I'm almost banking on the back catalog here. Yeah, like, honestly, uh, Harry Potter, the seven books, eight movies, is about as good as storytelling has ever been. And since then, they've just fumbled it every opportunity. It's tough. It's almost like they have to, like, get rid of her, J.K. Rowling, and, like, 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 buy her out. I don't think many people would complain. Like, like, what if Disney came in and just bought it for like four billion? It'd be like, it'd be like it'd if be uh, if you want to get I mean, if you want to get rid of George Lucas from the Star Wars universe, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, that worked technically, kind of, kind of. Financially, it worked out well. Yeah, it was almost like they were like, let's get rid of George Lucas and then replace him with people doing their best George Lucas impression. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's move on to do we care. First up, uh, Michael Keaton is confirmed for Batman, uh, playing Batman in the new Flash movie that's going to be coming out. Does this do anything for you? Is this another misstep by DC? No. No, this is cool. This will be great. So, you know, this is like the Flashpoint story. So he's going to be going back in time. He will probably go back and, like, I don't exactly know how they're going to work it in, but it's it's probably going to be multiple universes. It's almost like what MCU is doing at the same time, which is kind of ironic. But yeah, they're gonna have it opened up, and dude, it's gonna be great. I, I he's still one of my favorite, you know, Batman actors of all time. He nailed it. Can we just uh, can we just come you know say one thing about it? Batman is not even the best superhero that Michael Keaton played. Birdman from Birdman. that weird indie movie. Birdman all day. <laughs> Who are you thinking of? That's what I was thinking. Of. Oh, you Bird- literally were. Did you like that movie? Yeah, Birdman was great. That movie was crazy as hell. Did he die at the end? Yeah. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he definitely <laughs> did. He didn't fly out the damn window, I'll tell you that. No. Um, just do anything for you, Ryan. <sighs> I, 
there's a reason we all left DC off the list. And I think I think Michael Keaton is cool. Um, Ezra, whatever his name is, is a whack job. Ezra Miller is a weirdo. Um, I I don't think Flash would be a movie I'd go see in theaters for any reason. I, um, I guess it's cool that Michael Keaton's in it. I barely care. Yeah, barely. It's on the edge. And it's most it's I mostly do. because I don't care about the Flash movie at all. It's supposed to be, I mean, like, I think that this has a better chance than other DC projects to be good. This Flash movie, I think, is actually going to be, might be good. But anyways, I do care, but hardly. I think DC's big problem is, is that they have uh, um, an unlikable Superman, and they have a Batman who's just phoning it in. Yeah, that doesn't like, help. Who, who, like, technically, they, technically, they don't even have a Batman at this point. Good. He was like, yeah, that's get fired. Good, good point. <laughs> All right. Um, next up, same with the superhero thing. We found out that uh, Legend of the Ten Rings trailer dropped. Did you guys see it at all? Are you excited about this? I thought it looked yes, great. Yes. I thought it looked awesome, man. Is this going to be where we finally get the Mandarin? Yeah, the Mandarin was in it. And so if you watch the trailer, there's like an old guy with like the cool kind of thin long beard. And then he had like these wrist rings. I think that was supposed to be the Mandarin. Oh. I didn't watch the trailer. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah you as you are wont to do. You don't. Yeah. I know you don't watch a lot of trailers. No. If I watch a trailer, it's like it's like a special movie. This like is I, a special movie. I would say I watch five trailers a year. <laughs> I watch one million. I, every movie, I movie, say, I'm I like, watch- I'm never going to watch this. That's why I better watch the trailer because I'm not going to watch this movie. Yeah, I, I watch five trailers a week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, this 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 trailer uh, looks awesome. I'm kind of upset it dropped like it's like Sunday night, like late Sunday night. I wish we would have been able to talk about it last week, but um, I thought I I love uh, martial arts in movies when done well. Uh, it's a nice teaser for later, um, and I think this movie is going to do like really cool things that aren't. Um, like if you have you ever watched the movie Hero with Jet Li, it's some really cool like sword fight scenes, um, done in like old you know Japanese sort of fighting uh, you know martial art. But I shouldn't say Japanese because I don't know. But like old martial art styles, um, like the old movies were you know kind of like the Matrix did, mm-hmm. where they have that side view um, and they kind of pan out a little bit and then you get to see them from the side and like over the top. Um, I think it's going to be absolutely awesome like this is going to be a fantastic um introduction to a genre of superhero that we've yet to see and i think Mm -hmm. that's also important i agree too i mean like you know you can compare it a little bit to black panther where they're you know they're taking uh you know a a minority ethnic group and and giving a big win and this is awesome because dude asian americans need a fucking win right now it's been rough so um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see new faces. I don't know who the main guy is. I've never seen him in anything. And I think that's cool. Yep. Love it. Yep. I'm excited, care a lot. I care a lot. Care, care a lot. All right. Next up, we found out that Olivia Coleman and Amelia Clark are joining Marvel's Secret Invasion show on, on uh, Disney+. Plus. Yeah. I love people joining the MCU, so this is exciting to me. And I don't really love this story. Okay. But it's one of the biggest Marvel stories they've ever done. 
But like from the comic books. If they have it on Disney Plus, that means I'm gonna care about these characters. And so I'm sure it'll be awesome. Yeah. So Secret of Asia Invasion is like uh, you know, from Captain Marvel, like the Skrulls, you know, the shape shifting people. It's gonna turn out that a group of them have infiltrated high levels of government, high levels of the superhero teams. And some people are being held hostage and are being, in, you know, impersonated by these scrolls. And so that's the secret invasion of it. It's going to be heavy with Nick Cage. I mean, uh, Nick, yeah, Fury. Yeah, yeah, Nick Fury. Yeah, that would be great. Where is he in the MCU? Come on, man. Um, Nick Fury is going to be probably the, the star of it. We may get some um, Captain Marvel in it, you know, with her space ties with the Skrulls. I don't know. I I can leave her by the wayside, especially as they're grabbing up these awesome actresses. Olivia Coleman's like, dude, she wins the fucking Emmy every year. For, She's the like Broadchurch, right? She, yeah, Broadchurch is early on, but she, she won for the crown. You know, she played the queen. She just wins everything. She Broad was in the favorite. She won Best Supporting Actress for that. So she's just great. Broadchurch was the most underrated show of the last five years. Broadchurch was the most boring show of all time. No, it's it's oh, it's so good. good. So good. It was definitely um, – they didn't need a season two. I'll say that. Uh, okay, this is what I will say. Well, you had to have the trial. You had to have the trial. <laughs> yeah, you had to. Um, okay. Spoilers. <laughs> For a show nobody's going to go with. <laughs> they, they literally had two versions of the show, and I don't think anyone watched either version. The American no. – British. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is exciting to me. I like both of these actresses. I I think it'll be good. Yeah. And and not only that, it's uh it's it's Venn diagramming your Game of Thrones and uh, Marvel pick. It is. That's true. Let's move on uh, to actually actually sorry real quick. I gotta say it's Venn diagramming all three of mine, which is Marvel, Game of Thrones, and Star Wars. As we have Amelia Clark, who starred in Solo. Okay, that's good. It's like a six degree situation we're having. I love it. Yeah, was Olivia Coleman in Harry Potter? She had to have been. Any British actress or actor that's ever graced a British stage. Oh Christ, Jimbo or Eric? Oh, I can see his screen light up on his face. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, going in. Olivia Coleman was Umbridge. No, she wasn't. Oh, no. Stop. She was on Umbridge. Why are there all these pictures of her in Umbridge? I don't know. It wasn't the same woman. Okay. Okay. But that would have been... That lady's, like, in her, like, late 50s. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, 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 it's all three of my Venn diagrams because Olivia Coleman narrated Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh, there we go. Okay, perfect. At least, we, thank God, we can we can put a pin in this and move on. <laughs> Eric's going to be able to sleep tonight. Perfect. All right. A uh, couple things um, that we got, some news of things coming out. Love, Death, and Robots Season 2 trailer dropped. What is this, and should I be watching it? I am a huge fan of this show. Okay, it sounds stupid on its face, right? It's like eight, six or eight animated shorts. Like season. seven to 20 minutes long, right? Yeah. Yeah, if that, yeah. Some of yep. them are, some, yeah, uh, that's right. Somewhere in between like seven to 20 minutes, depending on what it is. And they're mm-hmm. all strange and bizarre and weird, but they got like really rave reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a huge commitment and it's a lot of fun. Like it's a, it's a mindless 
sit back and like just just strap in on the roller coaster and you take me where you need to for for 15 minutes I love and them. yeah so i'm i and and it came it came on the scene with very little fanfare and won a bunch of awards for like obviously best animated shorts mm-hmm. um which is a very niche category obviously but at the same time they're still really well done like they're very well produced uh the animation's great um if you <laughs> I mean, there's some nudity uh in season one which was very strange and yeah and there was a lot was of taken animated, it, it was like sexy animated stuff and incredibly violent sometimes and you know hard r-rated stuff for sure yeah. I liked it. Like I just thought it was interesting. Um, so why not? Let's do more. And they'll probably have even better studios and more money behind them. So I, no reason to think it's not going to be great. Well, that's what I and think some of them are like is bad. is like really stupid. But who cares? Sure. Oh, watch out! Twelve minutes, big deal. Hit the next one. Yeah, or like uh, like Black Mirror, right? It's it's similar. Like you guys say, not all of those, you know, nail it. But when they do, it's really really good. And yep. that's where Love, Death, and Robots kind of sits. And so I'm hoping, like Jimbo said, now that it, they've gotten some some success and accolades, that season two is going to be exponentially better than season yeah. one. So this is, yeah, Netflix. Netflix show coming up. Yep. Yep. Beautiful. All right. Uh, next up, Dave. Premieres June 16th. We all care about this. All care. Absolutely. Love the show. Goes without saying. Can't wait to see where they go next. Dave is a, for sure, top ten show. Maybe top five. So did that? Did Me, FX like I mean, screw yeah, up? It's, it's like it's well done and it's good and has all those reasons. It should be a top ten show, and I just really enjoy watching it. Dave, because it's Barry. funny. Dave or Barry? I pick Dave. Dave. And I like Barry, but Barry has oh, all these. Like I don't care about the girlfriend. I don't care about this side plot. I only, you know, it's I just not. It's like just not a plot. And Dave is for sure ahead. How yeah. about Dave or like? Dave or Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Dave. <laughs> Just because it's more fucking fun, dude. I, Atlanta is better. I get it. it but I want to watch Dave. I would say that the highs of Atlanta are better, but Dave is more consistent episode to episode. Yeah. Um, same for Barry. I think like Jimbo is exactly right. Barry is a little bit slow and, and boring in points. Um but overall, it's a good show, but not as good as Dave. Um, so let's list a couple of the a handful of guest stars that are apparently coming to Dave season two. Kendall Jenner, Haley Bieber, Benny Blanco, Kyle Kuzma, Doja Cat, Jay Balvin, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Lil Yachty, Lil Nas X, Kevin Hart, and more. They love the and more because their names are so unimportant that they didn't even bother listing them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, as he's navigating Hollywood, he's meeting all these celebrities at parties and and he usually embarrasses himself and it's usually pretty good. So I don't want it to be all about that. I want it to still feel like a real show. Um, so I hope they don't make it too, too silly. But, uh, dude, everybody wants well, to get involved. Who wouldn't want to go be on a, a guest episode? They're, it's a great show. I bet they're going to, they do like probably like the entourage treatment, right? Where they're like, oh, it's, it's Johnny drama versus Ralph Macchio. But like Ralph Macchio is really like only barely in the episode, right? You know, maybe a handful of lines and one or two scenes. And hopefully it's. I can't believe this is the first time we, you, we've drawn the comparison between Dave and entourage. It's actually like a very astute observation. That you 
came to that because I was just waiting for my turn to compare it to Entourage. <laughs> Eric, I will dad. just I will just mention that you did enter E for your uh, your name on our our chat today. I was thinking about <laughs> and it doesn't seem like a coincidence. No, I was thinking about Entourage when I did that. Um, no, I was thinking about um, it as is like the it's like Entourage, but it's like uncool Entourage. Like he. And mm-hmm. the funny part of the show is just how not cool he is and how awkward he is. And like, do you remember the, um, was it Benny Blanco? Was that his name? Benny mm-hmm. Blanco, Justin Bieber scene from the last yeah. season was so funny. The it was brilliant. Drake's party was great. I mean, it's just like. Or Drake's not even there. Yeah. He just is so uncool that he is just so funny in all of this. So I can't wait. Um, I think this is one of the best shows on TV. I love it. And he has a, he almost has a weird like Seinfeld, like way of observing the world in the show. Like Dave Bird, the character, mm-hmm. he's like, you know, when he asks those questions, like, uh, why would he invite me to a party and he's not going to be here? You know, like, you know what I mean? Like those kind of weird things where Atlanta didn't really address that when they had the uh, whoever's big party that they all went to and everyone was just taking pictures. That actually was a, that was Drake. I, was, I think I was actually thinking of that scene. That was Drake's oh, party. Oh, okay. My my fault then. And then I, his I, like I old like, Dominican dad is there or something. That <laughs> was so weird. Everything about Dave is near perfect. Yeah. It's a damn good show. Can't right. wait. Let's move on to Don't Call It a Comeback. Uh, we'll start with Master of None. It's coming back, but it might not be the same show. Um. Okay, I love Master of None. Aziz Ansari, if you can get through the first season, which is good and, and definitely has high points, it has some pretty slow points too. The second season is is beautiful. So, so good. There's only been two seasons. It was like 2015, 2017. It's been off for four years. Um, and it's coming back, but only with six episodes. And it's all going to center around Lena Waithe, who is like in her own right coming up as a, like a, she's a, you know, a black lesbian comedian, interesting point of view. She's very talented, but I would like to see Aziz in it. I don't know if it's going to only be her stories. Um, in which case it's not exactly the master of none that I know and love. Um, Aziz is great on the show. Like he's really funny and he's, you know, charismatic and, um, self-effacing and he's great. Like he's one of the reasons I love it. So I hope that he's still on it. And it's not just like, oh, I helped write it and I'm get, setting my friend up for more success, which is cool. And also, I'm sure I'll still watch it. But, dude, I want – it's Aziz's show. I want him to star in it. I agree. Um, do we care about this? I care. I care. You guys should watch one and two. Do you think you ever would? I've watched one. I've watched season one, too, and cool. stopped. Don't know if I watched season two. Maybe I watched some of it. Just go not- knock it out. It's great. All right. Uh Still, don't call it a comeback. Hillary Duff is starring in Hulu's How I Met Your Father, the spinoff, I'm assuming, of How I Met Your Mother. Um, I just don't know if you could put a sentence that had Hulu, How I Met Your Mother, How I Met Your Father, and Hillary Duff in it that I would be interested in. Yeah. Unless it was like graphic nudity. <laughs> <laughs> you had my you had my curiosity, but now you have my attention. <laughs> yeah, um, that would change things. Unfortunately, that won't happen. Um, 
I just almost like don't think it's enough to not watch this show. I think I need to do more. Like I need to be an activist about it and like maybe campaign against it. Or what should I do? Like what what can I do, man? I want to do my part. Um, you can you can uh, speak with your wallet, Jim, and not watch the show. You might need to cancel Hulu over this. Yeah, no, I, I just don't have... care. I didn't watch the first one. Don't care about this one. I loved the original show to a certain point. Um, yes, it's a stupid like uh, ABC comedy like series that follows the same tropes, but it was it was fun to binge and watch without commercials. And um, and then the last two seasons were just awful, just just terrible. But I did laugh quite a bit. Um, I, I thought a lot of the stuff was funny um, eventually. But then it just died off. Like, like they they dragged it out way too long, as they as they are want to do with with those kind of shows. Um, yeah. They were also originally going to do uh, How I Met Your Father right after How I Met Your Mother ended with Christina Milati was actually going to star yeah. as like the the female lead. And so she was the like I don't really care enough, so I don't want to spend a long time on it. But she was introduced just in the last episode as the kid's mom. Or sort the of. one that he find that he ended up like being with it wasn't the mom or something. Correct. Okay. So just popped out of nowhere, wrapped it up, and said goodbye. One episode. Convoluted as hell. Lots of uh, lots of breadcrumbs throughout the entirety of the show, but nothing really came of it until the last season. Um, I didn't care about the new show starting right after How I Met Your Mother. I care less about this new show with Hillary Duff. Yeah. All right. We don't care. I, I don't, That's it. I don't care at all. I yep. mean, the only way I could care less is if it was um, Amanda Bynes and it was um, the Bigger Bang Theory. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the only way I could care any less. <laughs> that would be worse. I gotta admit, that would be worse. <laughs> like that's that's the only way I could want to watch a show any less than this one. The uh, Ivanka Trump does The Apprentice. Ooh, yeah, that's right there too. Because that might be a fun reviewing, dude. Yeah, I probably would have to watch that. <laughs> okay, it'd be so horrible, but like okay. that is reality TV. That's right. That is your wheelhouse. That's kind of my. That's yeah. kind of my, my street. You're you're our you're our cleanup hitter for reality TV. We need you, especially with like trashy like streaming service reality TV. Oh God, that's yeah. I sh- I shouldn't have even said that because now you're like, man, I'd watch that for sure. Okay, hold yeah. on. I am gonna look up. Uh, oh God, underrated, underrated on reality. I'm kidding. <laughs> all right uh last one don't call it a comeback jennifer lawrence is going to play elizabeth holmes in adam mckay's movie bad blood and this is about that woman who was like uh started this like fortune 500 or fortune 100 startup company like some yeah. massive like it raised like thing. record amounts of money quickly yeah company but they like actually didn't have any technology and it was like all a scam um pretty much i think that they were were buying time because they thought they could fix it and make it work but it never worked there it was like never a real prototype so yeah she wanted this machine in everybody's house where you could just prick your finger and it would analyze it and it could tell you like it would run all these different tests and give you like 
15 different tests. Like you should go and see a doctor because you do have pancreatic issues right now and shit like that. Right. But it never worked. All the tests were fake. They were like taking the test results and then like shipping them off to third party companies and then saying the machine did the test. Um, So she was lying and lying and lying because she had built this image of I'm the next Steve Jobs. People have given me tens of hundreds of millions of dollars for this project. I can't let them down. And she was a total fraud. Like how stressed must she have been? Dude. Oh I, my God. So, <laughs> well, do you see her eyes bugging out, man? She's crazy looking. And she has, awesome. I'm actually excited for this because Adam McKay is brilliant. Like he, he went from making just stupid movies like Anchorman to making like, you know, really, really the, you know, the big shorts and all these really smart, oh, smart. Oh. Is the big short a really good movie, Jim? Uh, so I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> find it streaming and I'll go watch it, but it's not, it's not where to be found. Is very good, and I can't. I have not watched it. it. Well, hey, maybe I don't need to. You guys watch it. What do I care? Yeah. Um. So I care about this. I'm excited, and if you guys watch like the documentary, which I did, and I I really enjoyed it. She has the weirdest mannerisms, and she has the weirdest voice. So she lo- she literally like she talks like this, so she has a really deep woman's voice like this. And we're going to get to see Jennifer Lawrence attempt that. <laughs> she ain't going to attempt that. She needs to. She cannot not do the voice. She that will like, do some version of the voice. I just like that your voice there just turned into like Jim Dangle. Yeah. It's not bad. Go watch the documentary. It's pretty close. Okay. I think I'll care. I like Adam. Okay. Yeah. Well, so this is the perfect. Right this is the perfect. This is the perfect springboard for J-Law when we get her for River of God. River of God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, this will launch her back in, and then she'll do, you know, TV, and she'll be up for, you know, Golden Globes and shit for it. It'd be perfect. I mean, you guys know for a fact that Jennifer Lawrence is going to be on a terrible season four of True Detective. Yeah. It's, I hope so. It's It's been written in the stars. Like, she just has to do that. Like a really well, bad, like a really bad, it would be like a mafia, really bad mafia true detective. Yeah. There I we think go. we could write it. I mean, we could write it. We'll try it next week. All right. Hot Rex, guys. We're moving on to Hot Rex. You guys each watched something interesting. Jim, you watched Mayor of Easttown. Got to tell you that Mayor of Easttown, just the name of the show makes me not want to watch it. Why am I wrong? Uh, no, you're not. You're not wrong. Um, it's a very serious show, right? It's a very, it's one of those shows like when I was young and you'd go to like downstairs at night and you'd see like, and your parents would be watching something and you'd kind of watch like five minutes of it. And you'd be like, I can't believe how boring my parents are and that they would ever watch. I can't believe anybody watches anything like this. It's the most boring shit. As I've gotten older and I'm turning into my parents slowly, I've watched some shows like this, right? I watched season one of the crown. It's shit like that. It happens. Okay. Happens to the best of us. This is that show, um, but it's also very good. So, you know, it's kind of a hard up, badass, Bostonian, you know, detective woman played by Kate Winslet, who's doing a great job and she's going to kill it and she'll probably win awards for this. Um, and, it's, you know, she's it's kind of interesting. The thing I like about it best is that she's not like that good of a cop. Like every cop show, they're always like really, really good cops like that care a ton and have all these amazing breakthroughs. She's kind of like, dude, this chick that I'm looking for is like down in the bottom of a river. Like no one's going to find this, this person, you know? So it's kind of a different take on it. Um, 
I think it's going to be good. I'm definitely going to keep watching it, but I don't know how much of a wreck it can be because if somebody watched it and they were like, it's really boring, I would say valid, valid. So I'm going to keep it going. I mean, it's a, it's a good show. It just might be a little slow. It's got, okay. So number one, Eric, why, why should you watch it? Number one, it's been, it's being hyped by HBO and HBO did it. Uh So if you're going to follow the model of in HBO, we trust it might be, it might end up being really good. Everything Jimbo said is accurate. Uh Um, She's like a better, like, uh, like neighborhood watch uh, person than a detective. Right. She she's very good at like networking and she knows the neighborhoods that she's policing and and understands everyone's needs as opposed to like just going in like guns. Oh, like, oh, look at that feather on the wall. That's going to crack the kit. You know what I mean? Like they're not doing that kind of stuff. This it feels more like real policing, which is just bullshit. Um, like, no, it's, it is like, oh, he, he stole the, the stuff out of my trophy case and then trying to find him because his heat's turned off and I want to get him to a shelter kind of thing. Um, and it's like everyone on this sh- became a, huh? and she realized that there just wasn't semen on everything. Yeah. There's not, there's not a semen database. <laughs> I thought there, the CSI made me think there'd be semen everywhere. Um, <laughs> Um, it's got the, uh, oh my gosh, what was the show with Amy Adams on HBO with the cuts? Like she had the cuts on her leg and all that stuff. Oh anyway, yeah. It's broken, uh, shattered, j- jagged ice glass, some shit. Sharp objects. There you go. Thank you. It's got, you it's got good. kind of that sharp objects vibe, mm-hmm. um, of like been there. It's not, she's not coming back, but like been there a long time, knows everybody, knows everything. Everybody knows everything about everybody. She was a hero back in the day. Um, they're playing similar characters actually, to be honest. Very, very similar. And this, then you did a bad job explaining this because I left what you were saying, thinking this was the new Dr. Quinn medicine woman. What? That's where'd you get that? You were just like some boring show. And I was like, that sounds like a, I mean, it's, it's gritty and there's murder in it and and all those things. It's not, you know, it's definitely an R rated type of show, but you know, it's it's every character, every character kind of sucks too. Like, especially for episode one, they're they're all very hateable. You haven't sold me on this at all. Let's move on to one that maybe you can sell me on Ryan. Here we go. Okay. Shadow and bone. Is this a show I should be watching? Boy, I don't know if I could sell you on this because I know nothing outside of episode one. Um, But so, okay, bear with me on this because I'm going to start out not selling you on it, but then I think I'll be able to bring it back. So it's a little bit like if you didn't read the Divergent books uh, from that series or even Hunger Games, and then you just hopped into the movies and you just kind of had to learn as you go. It's, it's a little bit like that. However, it's not cheesy. It's not silly. It's mm-hmm. not kitschy. It's really well done. It's actors and actresses that I have not seen in anything, all doing fantastic jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, I would put it on the level of acting and production as um, the Golden Compass uh, show from HBO. Um, I forget the two, the, the two titles, um, the, the knife and the other one. Um, 
but it's it's all like very well done and also easy to pick up on the things that you don't know about. Like it, it definitely has like a Game of Thrones meets the Golden Compass vibe, and you mm-hmm. kind of put those together, and that's what you have. And maybe a little maybe a little uh, sprinkling of like Sopranos or like Boardwalk Empire in there with all the like factions and division um, amongst uh, different sects of society and that type of thing. So uh, really interesting show that I thought looked terrible. Right. Fully admitted. I, I said it looked like the MTV sort of Shannara series looked just teeny bopper, silly, dumb, exact opposite. Blown yeah. away. Fantastic show. Plan to keep watching. Can't wait. To which I replied, actually, Ryan, no, this one is supposed to be legit. Like I had read these reviews I thought the same thing when I first saw like a trailer for it or I heard that it was coming up because a bunch of shows like this just dropped. Um, If you go on Netflix, there's a show called The Irregulars, which is like steampunk superhero kids in Victoria, London. Okay, like Victorian London. And I'm like and I tried to watch it horrible. And then there's on HBO Max right now, The Nevers. It's the the same thing. I just described both shows. And And horribly reviewed. Yeah, and the Nevers is is better, but it's still it's pretty boring. So we'll see about that one. So then I hear about the Shadow and Bone on Netflix. I'm like, dude, they're making five shows that are identical. Um, well, I watched most of the first episode, and it it is not bad. It is very good, um, really well done. I instantly cared about all the characters and everything going on. So I will keep watching this one. I think it's all out. So I might even watch some tomorrow um, and try to get back to you guys next week on it. But, dude, I think. Ryan, would you say it's a wreck right off the bat? It's a hard wreck for me. Just Ooh. just based on episode one, it's well, a hard wreck. There's some magic. There's some fantasy aspects of it. It's like, you know, it's kind of gritty. Um, it's it's good, man. Going once, going twice, sold. Sold. To the studly host of this show. All right. Eric's going to watch the whole thing this week, I bet. Probably will. All right, uh, guys, you know what time it is. It's time for our newest segment. Streamer or Steamer. And now, this, this is fun because I don't know what you guys are going to say. We don't so know. We watched the brand new to HBO Max, straight to HBO Max, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Was Kombat. Was there more to the title? No. no. You nailed it. Good Mortal job. Good Kombat. intro. I got it. Wow. Um, so I'm going to start. Okay. Please. I'm going to start. I'm going to try to go spoiler free, but it's going to get a little spoiled. Okay. So this was one of the three worst movies I've ever watched (laughs) my entire life. This movie had less plot than anything I've ever watched. (laughs) Like there was no story. There was no care. There weren't any characters that, grew or had any story or did anything of importance. There was mm-hmm. no real conflict um, other than the fact that it just was, they're just assumed conflict. <laughs> like right. They had to fight because that's how it always has been. Yes. There is no, there was nothing that happened really. Um, well, hold on, hold on. The conflict was the out, outer world team um wouldn't have to do the tournament if they went and killed all of the real world folks. So that's what they were trying to do. That, but that's it. Like that was the whole plot. You just that's said. it. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I thought the acting was terrible. Yes. Um, Atrocious. I thought that the writing, the acting were both terrible. Uh, I thought that um, 
the like who they picked to be the characters was mostly terrible. Perplexing. Yep. Um, I had the best fucking time ever watching this movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Time. What a great time. So fun. So absurdly violent. Uh, my favorite type of violence. It was like watching an episode of, of uh, Samurai True Blood with just ripping people's spines out and blood shooting everywhere and crazy weapons. This movie was so much fun. I had the best time watching it. Uh, for me, I'm going to wait and tell you what, what my score is. Okay. All right. That's fair. I mean, I can't, I can't argue with anything you said. Um, I thought that there could have been a little bit more action. I was confused with how they, like, the, sh- the it's called Mortal Kombat. They never had the tournament. They never did it. Well, like, I was like, what the hell? They're like, so we're going to have our own tournament. We're going to make our own tournament, and it's going to be a montage, and it's going to last yeah. two minutes. Yes. I was like, what? We built up that whole time, and then you just sped through it. It's all like, it's all um, like uh, teleporting characters into fight and then teleporting them back away. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have the budget that I had hoped for. I thought that they had like kind of been greenlit. And they had a decent budget. We knew that they weren't going to spend it on writing or acting. Like, those are secondary. When they did have, like, graphic violence, it was fun and it looked good. Um, But they didn't really get to use much CG in it. So, like, you know, Melina that has, like, the crazy smile with the teeth. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, she was in makeup that didn't have that. And then for one shot, she opens it up only to die right after, right? So, like, they didn't have the money to do these cool things. Is it – who's the guy with the forearms? Prince, whoever. Uh, Goro. 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 He looked cool. He was in one scene, one short scene, because I'm sure that was expensive. So if they make another one, I hope they get a little bit more budget and they can do this, do it again. Um, But overall, like, I think that I liked it. I think that the original one from the 90s was better, though, because it's like both are bad. But at least that one was like just more silly and entertaining. This tried to sort of stay, kind of stay grounded, and which was a weird choice. A couple of things that, <clears throat> again, I'm I'm not disagreeing with anything you guys were saying. Um, their best action fighter is the guy who plays Scorpion, right? And he's in the opening scene, and you know, near to the end. I don't care about right. spoiling this. I, I literally don't give a shit. Um, Beginning ten he, was so good. He's in so this this guy's from like The Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. And he's like a really good like um movie fight choreographer guy. Like he's really good at this stuff. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you're only gonna be in this for like six minutes total. Mm-hmm. Two fights. Yeah. Like they, they immediately got rid of like their best fighting character, mm-hmm. which is stupid. Um I thought the sub zero character was like way overblown. To the to the point where like like they went to they teleported to the gym and he had frozen everything, like why did you freeze everything? I don't. Uh, why did you you freeze? You froze a punching bag. Why? What, what was the point of that? What a waste. I love then, just how his fight scenes went though, where he would just all he was trying to do was touch you, and then yeah. he would just like freeze you. Like it was pretty cool. Him making the ice sword and stuff. Like well, all that, that all that's like taken from like. Mr. Smith and the Matrix, right? I mean, that, that, that was that was I've seen that before, and I thought it was it was fine. Um, I did think some of the the, the buildup of how the characters got their powers, you know, their chi or whatever they were calling it, 
was kind of cool. Arcana. Yeah. Arcana. Where you, where you gotta, you gotta get it. Like you gotta find it within yourself, you know, like Jack's with his arms and stuff like that stuff was kind of cool. Um, but overall I'll go ahead and go first. Um, while it had fun sections, this is not a movie that I would recommend to anyone unless they were like, dude, you got like a terrible action flick for me. I'd be like, yeah, Mortal Kombat. Just go to HBO Max. You'll be set up. I found myself like bored yeah. for a lot of it. It's a, it's a steamer for me. Like I wanted it to be like a fun streamer. Like I wanted it to be like, I, this is like John Wick, right? The first John Wick. It's not like nothing you've ever seen before. Keanu Reeves is like, enig- like he's just an enigmatic, like charismatic character who's fantastic. It was none of that. Like the acting, the the fight scenes, even with like the main uh, young dude, uh, was awful. I, I, I didn't enjoy a lot of it. Follow. Seriously, Pointless. seriously. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sonia was terrible. Uh, overall, this this is a steamer. My my Rotten Tomato score is like a forty. Yeah. Yeah, um, my Rotten Tomato score. Although I would, I can give something a low Rotten Tomato score, and in this segment, still consider it something to watch because it's fun. I didn't have that much fun watching this, man. I really like. I was pretty bored. It was very dark too. It was very dark. I couldn't tell what the fuck was going on half the time. I'm sorry, but I'm going to give it and officially make it a steamer. But I'm curious on Eric's take here. This movie was so easily a streamer. <laughs> This it's so movie, bad, man. It's it's just a little bit unforgivably bad. Like I, you can overlook a lot. Like we all said that Godzilla versus Kong was a streamer, although it was a bad movie. This was bad and mostly unwatchable. Yeah, but this so movie, I, I would say I would say Eric, let me just ask you this one question: mm-hmm. How excited are you to watch Mortal Kombat again? I'm not, but I'm fucking jacked for what's his name. Uh, Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage show up in movie two, and I couldn't care less. Do we care? Do we care? I don't care. This is a streamer. Um, here's the difference between uh, Congress. Guys, they're going to cast the Miz from WWE. Now, are you interested? Absolutely. They could- <laughs> yeah, I knew that'd do that for you. They That's exactly the type of, of actor they're going to get. So here's my thing. This movie to me like the difference between this and kong versus godzilla is that kong versus godzilla had a massive budget and was trying to be a good movie and it was bad uh this movie knew it was bad and was just like grab some cheap beer order a pizza and have some fun watching us rip out monster cuts and i was here for it this movie's a streamer everyone should go check it out it sucked but you'll have a good yeah you know i will say this I'm going to give it one more compliment before I reiterate that it is a steamer. It had heart. It had heart. The production was like this scrappy thing where they tried to get it made forever and um, it was not a big studio picture. It had heart, but ultimately, man, it just, it was too bad. The first, 10, minutes, the first 10 minutes was what Mulan should be. Mm-hmm. Like, Did you watch Mulan? I, I watched like eight minutes of it before I turned it on. <laughs> I watched the first eight minutes of one and the first eight minutes of the other, and that's how I'll compare the okay, movie. So I will say, was really boring. I'll give you that. Tyler from Winterfell had the best point. Okay. Okay. Tyler from Winterfell, his point was that uh, Scorpion. Mm-hmm. They built this whole character speaking this old traditional 
Japanese. And then in his big moment in perfect English, get over here. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't speak he had to say English. It. What? Where did you learn that? That is funny. He must have learned well, he went, in hell. No, he went and, yeah, he spent time in hell. I'm sure there's, it's a, it's a, hell's probably very diverse, Eric. Dude, Dude hell got to be loaded here. with English speakers. Here's what I'll say. I always, I grew up not really liking Mortal Kombat and always thinking that Sub-Zero and Scorpion and who's the other one? Reptile. All of them were so overrated and like just overhyped and like I never thought they were cool. They were freaking cool in this movie. And yeah. I loved their battle. China versus Japan, dating back centuries, their powers, the whole thing was awesome. So, yeah. Eric, you'll be happy to know. You'll be Eric. You'll be happy to know the the actor who's playing Sub Zero has confirmed that he has signed on for four more Mortal Kombat films. Oh, wow! Let's go. Um, I I will agree that like people when they played the game and their obsession with the the ninja characters, I was like, dude, that's literally the same character, but one is blue and one is red. And then they had a green. Like, one. why are you so excited with like blue? And he would like eat people's faces. Reptile one. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was maybe cooler a little bit, but that wasn't even until Mortal Kombat two. And it was so. blue. It was blue and yellow, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, thank you. All right, guys. I hope you guys know what time it is. It is time for us to officially, officially announce our rewatch. Yes. Oh my god. Oh no. Is this what you thought it was going to be? <laughs> is this not the right song? This is a Eric, Limp Biscuit song. You pick, song. You pick the Limp Biscuit version. Yeah, of course I picked the Limp Biscuit version. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> I, spent, I spent five minutes looking it up while we were on this show. It didn't work. I think what you're trying to do is like dun 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 dun. dun. Their version of that song. Oh, yeah, I know it's terrible. Um, okay. It's not terrible. Oh, no, yeah. that's cool. That's a nice baseline. They're killing yeah. the baseline. Yeah, we're we're going Mission Impossible. Um, we are going to officially try to decide if Mission Impossible is good or if they've just made one movie six times and. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe it's just one good movie done six times. I can't tell. The, I've watched all of them, and I don't know the story of any of them. Right. But I think I'm going to watch them and be like, oh, yeah, I remember this one. Well, uh, see, that's what I thought Born was going to be, and it kind of was. It kind of was all big one movie or one big movie. Um, not very distinctive, even in their names we talked about. I feel like this one may be a little bit more memorable from movie to movie. We'll see. I'm excited. Did you guys know? Did you guys know Tom Cruise does his own stunts? I heard I heard about that. And he's fast as hell. You ever seen him run? Look at those it's little like arms. Kept, it's like the worst the worst kept secret in Hollywood. Um, I remember the first time I watched Mission Impossible 1. It was a VHS tape. And I was blown away. Yeah. And this like my dad was excited about it cuz he had watched the TV show back in the day. And there was a TV show that was similar, you know, this message will self-destruct in five seconds. Like that shit was like mind-blowingly cool in, in with the first, with the first movie. Love the second one. Love the third one. Don't remember four, five, and six. Okay. Well, I all, I remember the first one very well. Um, t- tons of iconic moments, 
the music, the actors, John Voight with the double turn. Um, all that stuff is going to be great. And then we'll see where it goes from there. I know the second one is a step back, and then I think they start to get really good again. So I'm excited. This will be a fun rewatch, and we can directly compare it to Bourne. And then we're probably going to be doing Bond in the fall. And so we'll maybe be able to sort of crown the best action franchise of all time after this. I agree. So where can they watch this if they want to watch it with us? The first three are on. Well, it's a little fucky. Um, (laughs) We're going to do better than usual. We're not announcing one. And then, like, actually we're going to retract it because we can't – we don't have to pay $4 a week. That's unacceptable apparently. So, dude, we have them. At least one through three are on Paramount+. Plus which a lot of folks have now. So we can watch those. And then four is on Amazon Prime. And then from there, man, this is a month ago. I don't even know what I'm doing next month. So we will figure it out from there. It'll probably be all different anyways. But you can watch the first three on Amazon, or I mean on Paramount Plus with us. Watch them with us. Uh, can't wait. And also get excited to listen to Limp Bizkit every week for our segment. But we need some help. We need some naming help on what to name this because I don't know anything that goes with this rewatch will self-destruct or something like that. I mean, yeah. we could just do mission rewatch. We'll figure it out. We need to workshop it. Like you said, if anybody comes up with a good name for it, we'll take it. All right, guys. Uh, we got two other things to go through quickly before we get out of here. Um, first up, I have a question for you guys. All right. So the, my question of the week for you guys is what 90 show needs to be rebooted onto like a streaming service. Okay. So we hear about all these shows all the time. They're literally trying to reboot shows that happened like three years ago. Um, what is a 90 show uh, or a few of them that you would love to, even if you knew it was going to suck, you'd be like, all right, I'm going to check that out on Hulu or Netflix or whatever. Okay. Home I got one. Home improvement. Oh, I was going to say home That's... improvement too. Really? No way. Really? It was. Hey. It's it, dude. If you went and rewatched them, I'm sure they're not. They don't stand up. They don't hold up. And would you really watch it? If How you, dare literally, you? if next week on Do Care, if someone brought in the news that, that, that they were rebooting that, all How three of us times? would say we don't care. How many times did Tim have to go to talk to Wilson to get advice, and then Wilson had great advice for him? How many times did that creepy ass youngest brother have to you know live in the shadow? Mark JTT, you know. How many times did Tim have to go hang out at that racist ass store with all of his boys? <laughs> well, it turns out he fits right in with that group. Yeah, so um, that's a really bad answer, you guys. The answer is <laughs> a large budget live action Ninja Turtle show that's a little grittier because, hey, just face it. Ninja Turtle fans are 35 years old. Let's give them what they want. So you get HBO Max to spend $7 million an episode. Uh-huh. You got real looking turtles actually stabbing people in the necks with their size, dude. All those little foot soldiers that were like runaway youths uh-huh. decapitated by Leo's sword. I really want it to be like the movies though. Um, like the live action movies. Yeah. Like I well, want yeah, but, that, but updated. Yeah. Updated, R rated, better story. I like the movie that was the CG turtles with the people. I want a April O'Neil michelangelo sex scene <laughs> i want it all dude. no no it's got to be casey it's got to be casey casey He's in there too how many is this a three okay i want a casey michelangelo april o'neill threesome yes why is that so hard what i mean yeah but come on guys get, the turtles 
the turtles are like Grey Worm down there. Like that's not going to work. Do we know that? It, we don't know that. I think it. Comes I mean, out, are they bro. wearing pants, dude? I think it like comes out of the shell. <laughs> <laughs> Turtle head poking. So there you go. Um, I'm that's into this. The wrong and I hole. Think we would all watch this show if it was like. M for mature. We would watch it. Even if it was like edgy PG-13, we would like it. Um, okay, a couple other ones I had. I really wanted a new Power Rangers show that was like the original Power Rangers, but it, it would never happen because they would ruin it by making the technology be like too over the top like they've done with every show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they'd have like metal suits that like came from outer space and then like melted onto their bodies and it's always like too much. And you're like, You hate that. You hate anytime they use like like liquid metal in movies. My really Alien tech. Movie. Yeah. Uh, and then also the other one I said was MacGyver. Like that was eighties though. We already got MacGyver. Like give me a good like MacGyver show. I'd be pretty pumped about that. Uh, you wouldn't. That was still Man, the eighties. That was like 85. They probably, I think they made a MacGyver dude and, was, and you didn't watch it. It was on probably on CBS. I think they literally did. I think they did. I'm going to have to go watch it now. No, you're not. You're not. Oh, gonna... watch it. I will pay you twenty dollars to watch Saving Private Ryan and not MacGyver. Mm, how yeah. funny would you be if next week I was like, well, I watched three seasons of the new MacGyver, and, <laughs> bad. and then you'd be like, really? How was it? You'd be like, terrible, Just, horrible. Yeah, Don't it would be very on brand. For... It's a streamer. Yeah, it would be very on brand for you to do that, though. Like we've got a thousand. It's I want to do the the car uh, turning like the exit lane car and be like really good quality content mm-hmm. straight. Uh, <laughs> three seasons of MacGyver on CBS. The circle. <laughs> Eric is the car. Yeah. The circle France. All right. Finally, guys, we have to wrap up uh, the latest Disney plus show. And that was Falcon and the winter soldier oh. this week. Did you not watch it, Ryan? Oh, I watched it. Oh, okay. Um, all right. So I want to, can we go spoilers? Spoiler, just fuck it. Yeah, I see. It's the end of the episode. It's the end of the episode. So if you guys okay. don't want no spoilers, you don't have to listen to it at all. Um, you can turn it off now and go watch it. Um, here's what I want to say before anyone leaves, though. I don't know if this was the best story. I don't really think it was. I don't think the acting was the best or the writing was the best or the story was the best. But it felt so important to support Disney and Marvel going off into an important direction, talking about difficult topics of race in America, police violence in America, um, the lack of black superheroes, uh, the black experience in American history and in the present day. And to me, those conversations, like, I don't, I would never, I don't want to say boring, but like for an action show, like two people just sitting around talking, boring parts of a show were the best parts of this show. And I don't Mm -hmm. even think Anthony Mackie is a great actor, but I left caring about him as a character and even him as an actor um, just based on what they did on this show. And so I don't know if the action of this or like the, the, the drama of the show um, in a violent way was that moving or important, but the conversations with Isaiah Bradley was mm-hmm. important. And I just think that we should applaud Disney for taking on tough topics, which they seem to usually shy away from. I'd say that's fair, thought, and that's a that's a good, nice compliment for the show. I thought it was overall, um, it felt like they did all of that stuff just so Anthony Mackie could 
have his final scene with the speech. Yeah. I know there were, there were other conversations in the interim, like, you know, you had the bank scene, um, you know, some of the other stuff, uh, with the, with the former, um, you know, veteran, uh, guy and all of that stuff is, is incredibly important. I agree. But I feel like everything else was just sort of fluffed in, um, to be able to insert those conversations. So I think Eric's right. I think, um, like if I'm grading it based on like importance of the message, it's an A plus. Mm-hmm. Um, the writing is like a C. Um, the action sequences are like a B. Um, overall plot is like a B minus. Um, sure. And then the interaction between Falcon and Bucky is like a A. Yeah. Like I, 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 I felt like all that stuff was great. I thought your grades were perfect right there. Yeah, I actually agreed. Like every pretty much up and down the board was writing on on. Point. I just I'd maybe give the action scenes a B, a B minus or something, but otherwise it was it was damn good. Um, yeah, I just dude, they kind of looped all around just to sort of leave us where we knew we were going to be at. Um, you know, Zemo's back in prison. Uh, Falcon did accept the shield. We didn't even we don't even need to know that he there was a time that he didn't. Um, they introduced U.S. Agent. Okay, uh, they introduced this kind of character julia lewis dreyfus's character i don't remember her name right now val something um she could be a factor at some point but really they sort of left us back where we were i definitely have more of an appreciation for bucky's character mm-hmm. i think they did a good job with him with the ptsd stuff um his, his, he kind of had the most complete character arc in it and then uh you know anthony mackie's just i don't know if he's like the charismatic star that that there's a reason that he was Falcon, you know, initially and not like a Black Panther or somebody that's a little bit more of an A-list character for, for Disney. And and then um, I forget who's, uh, whose kid is it that was playing the new Captain America. Like that was that was that plot was very convoluted of like Captain America to like most reviled to like turn around in three episodes. I, well, I that was know. really weird, too, for him to like, you know, kill somebody in cold blood in the street be filmed disgraced come back and then like fight the bad guys and so then the good guys are like hey you're good bro you're, you're one of you're us cool. yeah. here. I don't know if he's that a, was such a weird turn i don't know if like, he's oh, i guess actions hero. don't have consequences no but i don't know if he's a villain or a hero at this point i think that's what's going to be interesting about his character he should be a villain i mean that's i'm sure that he'll trend towards villain eventually. yeah but i thought that um yeah i mean i can keep saying it but like i just thought that when they were having the conversations about, you know, can a black man be Captain America? And, you know, when he was telling Isaiah Bradley like that, he didn't understand things. I just, mm-hmm. like, this is really good TV right here. And like, yeah. this is just the path that they don't go down with Disney. And I think this was also Marvel kind of saying, yeah, like we didn't put black characters as major heroes and we mm-hmm. need to correct that. And so, I agree that the story that they told other than some of that stuff wasn't very important or didn't really move the needle much. Um, But I just think that um, Disney having a scene where the cops wrongfully stopped the black man before realizing it was him was something I didn't expect from them. And it was refreshing to me. Um, I will also say that this is exactly the show that I expected to get when we heard about Disney plus originally. Like this show. I just thought it was told so incredibly straightforward. Um, you know, I think that these movies were were better. Like 
I was actually surprised at how bad this was in the end. And I don't want to be negative about it. I, I would watch it again. Like I'm not going to watch it twice, but I, I don't regret that I watched it. I just thought it was going to have some intrigue, some political mystique, some, some twists and turns and surprises. There was none of that. You knew who everybody was, you know, every character was morally ambiguous. So they were sort of like, okay, are they good or bad? And they're, everybody's kind of on this, you know, spectrum, which was fine. But they it's didn't really close. have any big heel turns. I think they said Who cares? Oh, God, who cares? I think they set up your future moves that will maybe be a bit shocking or will be impactful. Um, but I think that, like, the its only its biggest crime was that it followed Mandalorian and WandaVision. Yeah. I think that more of the shows are going to be of this level. Um, which is fine because we weren't ever getting stuff like this before. Mm-hmm. And so to have a show like this weekly is great. Um, even if it's not like the most high end television, and I think you're going to get mixed in with the, with that, you know, every few months you're going to get something that's really a high level thing. Well, and you're right. It's, it's still high end television. Yeah. It's just not as high as some of the other stuff that they've put out. It's, if this would have came out before WandaVision, you would have liked it a lot more. Or Maybe. even a, yeah, or a year ago. Like if this came out first, you'd be like, ah, this is great. Like, this is oh, what I want for Disney well. moving forward. Yeah. Can't believe we're getting shows like this. And then WandaVision came out and you'd have been like, holy shit, they took it up another level. It was supposed yeah. to be it was supposed to be Black Widow and then this and then WandaVision. But because WandaVision was like a small show that was filled in a little town, they could do that during the pandemic. This was like globe trotting travel, huge sure. public scenes. Uh, they had to delay it. So that's exactly what happened. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I liked the show. It just wasn't something that I'm like excited to watch again. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Agreed. Overall, it was good. And we're two weeks away from the premiere of Loki. And I, I think Loki is going to be an absolute banger. Very good. Yeah. 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 Oh, I just back. that we have Owen Wilson in it as well. He's great. Oh, well, yeah. Wilson. Guys, if we weren't so late in the show, I would, I would, IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, overrated, underrated Owen Wilson, but we'll save that for another day. My guess is Please a little don't. over, but we love him anyways. My guess is underrated because everybody loves Owen Wilson. Well, okay. we'll have to put a pencil in that, say, put a pin in it, we'll save it for another show. <laughs> well, that's it. That's all the time we have this week on the Nordies Podcast. Check out our sports cast. It'll come out tomorrow, or it's already out if you're listening to it later in the week. Until next time thanks for listening to the Maurice Podcast